You're listening to the Black Sheep Talks podcast. My name is Karina Greco, and I am your host. I am an online coach, writer, storyteller, speaker, and podcast host. My mission is to help others manifest a life of travel, adventure, and financial freedom. I created this podcast as a platform that allows for raw and authentic conversations to be the norm. I will be diving into all sorts of topics, including manifestation, mindset, self-love, healing, personal growth, spirituality, relationships, travel, the super yacht industry, entrepreneurship, and so much more. I am passionate about sharing the life lessons that I've learned and how certain experiences have helped me grow and evolve in this lifetime. My aim is to inspire you to dive deep into your own personal growth and manifest a life you love too. Thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. Hello, hello, and welcome back to my podcast, The Black Sheep Talks. Today is a special day because I am welcoming my very first guest speaker onto the podcast, and this is going to be the first of many, but today is extra special because Alyssa, who is a really good friend of mine that I met in Tulum, is going to be on for two back-to-back episodes for this personal development series where we are going to talk about our peyote experience together, how we met in a peyote ceremony, which was actually insane, and how many synchronicities we actually had. And then the next episode, we're going to talk about how we both went to a goddess retreat and really channeled the integration that we learned from our plant medicine experience into our experience of being surrounded by women and going on to this healing journey together and just how much we've learned and grown from being in Tulum, from being immersed in these experiences, being a part of these communities and healing circles. And I just cannot wait to dive into these next couple episodes with you guys. You guys are going to love hearing what we have to chat about. This is completely raw and vulnerable. We did not script this. So welcome. I am so excited to kick this episode off. Hey, Alyssa. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited to have you on as a guest expert on our topic today. Yes, me too. I'm so excited to talk um, to your audience about this because I feel like we have so much experiences like that we've had that are so like spiritual and aligned and just super magical. I know it's really been such an amazing journey getting to know you meeting you like what seems like ages ago, but it's only been like, I guess, a couple months now. And yeah, it's so crazy the experiences we have and specifically, yeah, I really want to talk to you today about how we met how that experience was. So maybe you want to kind of tell the audience first how how that all happened. Yeah. So how I met Karina is I had I just gotten back to Tulum and I heard from one of my friends that I was living next door to the last time that there was a peyote ceremony and I decided to go to the peyote ceremony. And so I was riding my bike over and I saw these two girls that were like outside and they asked me if I was going and we figured out we were all lost and we were kind (laughs) of like looking around for the door and like how to get into the building. And all of us were just like so perplexed. And then I ended up meeting Karina that way. Um, 
And then I didn't really know anybody at the ceremony. So like right when I met her, I I honestly didn't know at first that I would like end up being like friends with her. But then when we were in ceremony, we had like this moment where we were sitting around the fire and we both like were experiencing the same like energy with the music and the fire. And it was just really powerful. We kind of like looked at each other and we were like, are you seeing what I'm seeing? And she was like, <laughs> yeah. And then it just like all went from there. And we were like, wait, I've known you in a past life. Like this all feels so familiar. Oh my God. I totally forgot about the part where we were lost on our bikes and that's how we met. Like, isn't that so funny? Like synchronicities bringing us together. It's like, we're both looking for the same thing. And yeah, on this journey together, I, I freaking love that. That was so funny. Yeah. No, I love that too. I feel like, and then we realized too after that we like lived next door to each other, which was like also weird. I know, like right? Crazy synchronicity. Yeah. We're just like, oh my God, you literally live in the building next door. Like how, what a small world that is. And the fact that we're both here today. It's wild, honestly. Yeah, I love that. And yeah, I totally do remember as well when we were by the fire um, and we kind of spoke briefly before the ceremony. And I remember thinking like, oh, I really like Alyssa. Like there's something I really want to dive deeper into it with with her. Like I felt like me and you had a lot in common just from kind of you know, assessing your vibe from the beginning of us both being in the ceremony. And I'm so happy that we got to connect by the fire. Um, yeah. Do you remember what happened in that moment when we were like sitting around the fire and kind of what was happening for you or for both of us? Yeah, I just remember like being at this moment where I felt like I was going through like at first, like at first during the ceremony, I wasn't feeling the medicine at all. So like for the first few mm. hours, I wasn't feeling it. And then I started like fully feeling it and I was like fully feeling into my power and my essence and I was like I just need to talk to people I just want <laughs> to like explore and like chat like this is so fun like I yes. just want to like socialize and everybody at the ceremony except for you was like fully in their like in their own element like going through it and then, yes like, I was like oh I need to be by this fire like it just looks very like magical and I honestly think I was fucking freezing at that time too because I wasn't wearing <laughs> the right clothes and then yeah and then you came over to the fire and we were like both on that vibe and we were like oh good I'm glad you wanted to talk because everybody's like not wanting to talk to us Oh my God. It's so funny. Cause I literally talked about that briefly in the last episode of how I was feeling like I really wanted to start being social with people. Like at the beginning, I was also not feeling the medicine. Um, did you only drink like half of the cup as well? Or did you drink the full thing? I only drank half at first. Cause I was like kind of afraid. Me and too. Then, and then after it, nothing happening, I was like, okay, it's time to go in. And then I ate the chocolate and Yes. Thing, and I was like, okay, I'm ready to full send. Yeah, I know, right? It's like, I th we were literally the same. I was also scared. I was just like, okay, let's just do like half and see how it feels. Um, and then, yeah, it's so funny. You said the cho the chocoyote that they started handing out. I think I had like three spoonfuls. And then like a couple hours later, I was just sent into like another dimension. And I think we were probably on that exact same path, like aligned again in synchronicity, meeting by the fire, just like, okay, are, are we feeling the same thing? 
Yes. And I feel like we probably took the same exact amount like at the same time too. Yeah, probably. I know, right? It's so crazy. But yeah, I remember looking around the circle and also like really appreciating people's like music that they were sharing and seeing like some groups of people kind of like socializing with one another. And I was like, I really want to do that, but I kind of don't have anyone to do that with right now. Like, did you, you said you felt that as well, right? Yeah. Well, I didn't really like know anybody at the ceremony except for Mm. Kent and he was leading it. So I couldn't like talk to him. Um, And so like then I met you in a late and I was like, okay, well, I kind of know them. Like I'm going to talk to them and hopefully they want, they're not going through it. But then Elaine was. And so then you and I were just like, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Like I love the conversation we ended up having by the fire. I think we were both just like, okay, these shamans, the like generations of shamans, I touched on that in the last episode, how there was like three different ones and the younger kids look like they were morphing into these old wise men. Um, and I think that was one of the things we both agreed on, didn't we? Yeah, their faces were literally like, we looked at these, they were actually like children. They were like mm. 12 or 13. But like during the ceremony, they were like fully like 60 year old men (laughs) and we were like we were literally looking at them like what what like what and you saw it too and we yeah we were both like how and I think we were seeing their like soul maybe and like Mm. how wise they were yeah what was your like takeaway from that honestly I felt like I just felt so comforted like listening to their music and like one moment I remember like forgetting where I was like I forgot I was in Tulum and like I just saw myself in like this meadow Mm. like listening to this music and I was just like this is how it's supposed to be like we're supposed to be living in ceremony and like living in community in this way and like fully connecting with the earth in this way and I felt like that's why they seemed so wise to me because they they do this on a daily basis or probably not a daily basis but just so regularly so they're like Mm. fully tapped into like that like ancestral wisdom you know yeah exactly yeah I touched on that a bit last week saying like how this is the way we're meant to be living and for me I really felt the sense of compassion like really seeing um how people live like this or how the native indigenous people, they live in these tribes and this is what they do. And it's just to spread this love and this knowledge and wisdom, pass it on to generations. And, you know, it's something that I truly believe needs to be implemented into our world and our Western society that is so kind of like, you know, they're not aware of this type of medicine that exists and the power of it, right? Honestly, I totally believe agree with you on that. And I feel like I feel like the ceremony too was like the first full event I went to in Tulum. And then after that, like my whole Tulum experience and the energy of Tulum is that like full community mm-hmm. and sharing the love. And it almost feels like a different reality than the Western society because people are so fully integrated into sharing medicine with one another and sharing love and Mm. being in community and it is what we are missing like from western the western world like it's so it's so sad that um the u.s and canada and probably most of europe um, western europe too doesn't have this connection with one another anymore that we're supposed to have that's like Mm. so natural 
I know, right? And it's like not even those countries. It's pretty much most of the world apart from places like Tulum, where even in Tulum itself, not everyone is getting to experience that magic unless they're going out to seek it, right? Yeah. You have to be open to receiving the magic or else it kind of can seem like almost materialistic to some people, like it's all an illusion. But if you really feel into it, the magic is there. Yeah, exactly. And like people often say too, like there's two sides of Tulum, like you can come to Tulum and, you know, do the Tuluminati experience where people just come on holiday and they're flaunting, you know, the expensive clothes that they're buying and at the lavish resorts that they're staying at. And Tulum can be very expensive in that aspect. But there's also the other side of it where there's the wellness community, the healing community, the spaces that are available to do ceremonies and have experiences like the ones that we've seeked out in our time there. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely only experienced the like healing part of Tulum. Like I experienced the other side a little bit, but Mm. it just like, I think it's important to have like a balance of both, but you can really receive. And I think it just comes down to being open to receiving like whatever your soul needs in that moment. And like, Tulum with the energy vortex of the water of the cenotes like for me like what I realized like during my time there was that it just acts as a mirror to like reflect yourself Mm. um, your experiences that you have there and so yeah I think everything that people experience there is just a reflection of what their soul needed like in that moment. I completely agree with you and I love that you said like your Tulum experience kind of got kicked off with the peyote because mine was very similar. Only like a week before that, I did a mushroom ceremony, which kind of like felt a little bit like it propelled me in that way. But the peyote was just so much more powerful in the sense that we got to sit with, you know, shamanic leaders. We got to feel that ancestral feeling that was created because of the medicine and it really almost like opened up my eyes to this new way of living and I think for everyone else in the ceremony as well including yourself yeah yeah because like um we did it with the weeks Rica tribe and mm-hmm. they are from where like peyote is grown like indigenously and they flew into Tulum it wasn't like a Tulum ceremony where you're like not to say that like ceremonies hosted by white people are bad, but it was like we got like the full authentic indigenous experience with exactly. the people who it is a part of their culture and it wasn't like that gentrification. It was like the full medicine coming from the source. So it just felt so healing and so powerful. Yeah, 100%. I think it's really important you bring that up because that also kind of goes – Um, hand in hand with what we were talking about the whole like two sides of Tulum where there is like that spiritual almost like that fake fake spirituality that happens in Tulum where like people do try to um, you know sell a certain type of clothing to make people like seem more spiritual than they are or like host these kind of events and ceremonies but yet it's not really authentic like it can feel a little bit um, almost like staged and it's done for the money Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, we were really good at kind of deciphering the difference between those. Like after that, you know, I also did San Pedro 
um, and other ceremonies that I'm going to touch on. And, you know, we also went to this goddess retreat that was, even though hosted by Western people, the intentions behind it were always like healing. And yeah, I'm excited to talk about that with you as well. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I feel like Tulum was just so healing for me. I honestly, I think that's why I realized that's why I needed to leave for a while too, um, because I was going to go straight to Costa Rica, which is like Mm -hmm. where my Mars line is. And I was going to fully dive into like healing, doing more healing work and like healing the divine masculine. But then I like was really thinking about it. And I was like, wait, I can't go dive deep into a new type of healing until I integrate the healing process that has like occurred within me in Tulum and I need it realized I needed to like sit with that um to fully to fully feel it because Tulum was so fucking healing Mm, that's so amazing and powerful and yeah I would love to hear how that integration is going for you now but before we get into the integration too like how do you find being back now in the States? Because you said that you feel such a difference being out of the Tulum Vortex. So for me, I'm still in it, although I'm in Puerto Escondido right now. I'm still in Mexico. I would love to know how you are feeling right now in terms of being back in the States where this type of you know healing work that we've been doing isn't as um, you know available. Yeah, honestly, it's been like really, really shocking. Like I went snowboarding yesterday or a couple days ago with my oh, friend amazing. and we we like kind of had like this full like outdoors day together, like snowboarding and biking and we went to the lake and went swimming and it was it was fun, but I was just like she was asking me and then I met up with other friends and like they were kind of asking me about my experience in Tulum and like I realized like I can't describe it to people unless Mm. they understand because it is so different and like – and it almost felt like – it almost feels like I'm just in a different – a parallel universe because of like all of the healing work and like the goddess clothes and just everything Mm. that exists in Tulum. Like it doesn't exist here and it's almost just like being transported to like another planet and having to like (laughs) – having to be around people that are like fully immersed in their jobs, which is fine, but it's just like, it's missing something here. And I think like, it feels like a lot of heaviness, but I think it's missing the community, like the, the community aspect. People here seem to feel really separate to me. And I didn't, I guess I knew that already, but I'm feeling it now. I'm just like, no, like I want people that really want to connect deeper. Like I, there seems to be a wall with people here like they don't want to fully fully go in and like fully see things Tulum Mm. was just like Tulum is a portal of like people that want to do the work want to do the healing or kind of on the same vibe have similar businesses have similar interests are all wanting to are all like creators of some capacity like creating a magical things and so being in a world where people are just like doing the mundane. Not to say that the mundane is bad. It just feels very heavy to me. Yeah. I totally get what you're saying. I feel like part of the reason why I almost don't want to go back to Canada is because I think the same thing would happen to me. um, Where I I actually went to Tulum for the first time in September and then came back to Canada in December. Although I didn't have the same like spiritual experience in September, I still felt that 
vortex and that energy portal where when I left it, I felt this heaviness, right? Even going back to the States when I was working on yachts in Fort Lauderdale, Miami, I also felt it. I was like, there's some kind of disconnect going on here. Like people aren't fully connected with themselves, right? Yeah. And I think too, like you can't fully connect with others if you're not fully connected with yourself. And like, mm. I've, I've noticed that with just the friends I've seen back home. It's like, I, I, and I know you're the same way. It's like, we just want to go so deep with our relationships, like with yes. the people we meet, like we want to like literally go so deep and talk about everything. And here I'm finding like that restriction, like people don't want to meet themselves. They don't want to see mm. what lies beneath the surface. They are like, are afraid to go deep. Yeah. They're and afraid I, of their shadows. Yeah. Sorry, what were you going to say? Oh, no, I was just literally thinking the same thing. Yeah, definitely. And I think that, you know, maybe it's time that we maybe bring some of that light to the Western world. Like, is there, I know you said right now you've been, yeah, you've been hanging out with some of your friends. Have you kind of tried to integrate some of your learnings and maybe inspire them or motivate them? Because of course, we don't want to preach this to anyone. It's not like, and like I said in my last episodes, I'm not here to talk about plant medicine and say, everyone has to do it. Like you need to do this to be enlightened or like I'm better than you. Like by no means am I saying that or are you saying that? But it's about like inspiring others to look within, to go a little bit deeper and to, you know, face their shadows so that they can experience this light and this magic that we have in our life, right? That we're experiencing. It's like about sharing that with others. So yeah, wouldn't you agree? And how do you think that you can bring this light to the people maybe in your hometown right now? Yeah. Yeah. I truly believe that like the healing doesn't happen until you fully face yourself Mm. and you face everything that comes with that, um, which can be scary. And that's what plant medicine can bring to the surface. Like I know your journey with ayahuasca was like that. Mm. And I ended up, I did acid a few days ago when I got back. I know we talk about everything on this podcast. Oh yeah. I feel bad saying that, but yeah, for me, that actually brought like a lot of my shadows to the surface and it's like it, and it can be scary, but you don't need plant medicine or drugs or anything to really get to know yourself or really see into what your soul needs. You really just need to sit with yourself and not just sit with yourself but really sit with who you are deeper down and fully just allow yourself to feel everything like you can't hide from anything you can't astral project into another realm you have to just fully sit with yourself and feel whatever wants to come up and Mm. allow that to happen and like love yourself for it and so I have been trying to kind of enlighten some friends that seem to be struggling a couple of my friends seemed to be struggling with their nine-to-five jobs and feeling like that disconnect and feeling a lot of pain and a lot of like unhappiness and it's kind of like where is that coming from and how can you how can you really just give yourself space and like love yourself through this process because that's all we need is to like love ourselves through whatever we're going through because we're gonna have good days and bad days but we have to keep the love has to always be there. A hundred percent. Yeah. Self-love is like, I think the biggest lesson of all plant medicines and not even plant medicine, but just in general for you as a human being to be in that constant state of 
loving yourself and asking yourself the deep, hard questions to ensure that, you know, you're feeling your best, you're happy. Um, Because yeah, if we're not doing that, right, and how a lot of people in the Western world aren't, that's what tends to lead to the most unhappiness, depression, feeling out of alignment, right, whatever those kind of negative emotions that come up associated to that. Yeah, you just have to love yourself through all of it because you can't predict what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You can only predict how you respond. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So then, yeah, you feel like you've been bringing some of that integration for your friends. And then how do you feel like you've been integrating your learnings from peyote specifically or any other experiences you had and brought that back with you for yourself and in your business? Yeah, so the peyote experience for me – Um, I felt like during peyote and if you've never, I know every plant medicine kind of has like a different experience or a different like little wisdom. I know they say peyote is the grandfather plant and it's like Mm -hmm. a full, I think it's a full connection to the other realm. Like you can see into the other realm. And so when I was on peyote and I feel like your experience was probably similar, very similar. Um, I was able I was able to like have full conversations with my spirit guides when I was on peyote, Mm. which was really, really cool because after we had kind of finished our like chat by the fire, I went and like laid down on my mat and I remember like just looking up with the stars and like fully being able to like astral travel around like the galaxy and I was like going over to the Pleiades and I was like asking my spirit guides questions and the lesson that kept coming up was they were like laughing at me and they were like, ha ha ha. My spirit guides were like, ha ha ha. Like she doesn't think she's powerful. This is so funny. And I was like, or, and they were like, ha ha ha. She doesn't think she's a big deal. And I remember like thinking like, what the hell are they talking about? Like, I don't understand what this means. And then, like, and then I realized like, then when I was looking up at the stars, like I, it all came back to me and I started to see these like grid systems in the stars and how they were kind of creating these reflections on earth. And like, I am an astrologer and an astrocartographer. And so by seeing, fully looking at the stars and actually experiencing the energetic connection of astrology, not just like looking at your birth chart, but actually feeling the energy that comes from each individual star system and how it's actually being reflected on earth. And which is creating these different planet energies. I was like, wow, like I am fully, I am fully born to do this work. Like I fully came here to bring this to light. Like this is a part of my soul purpose. And my spirit guides are right. Like I need to stop playing small. I need to accept that I'm fucking powerful. And I need to accept that I have this wisdom that I can now share with people. And like that's kind of what I've been integrating after that. I got you got a tattoo by Amano as well, but mm-hmm. which I know it helped integrate you into your self-love journey and mine was a power activator. So it kind of fully allowed me to step into my power. And that was what Tulum fully did more this time. I was just like, no, I'm stepping into my power. It's okay to be seen. It's okay to fully express in every way that I want to. It's okay to accept that I'm powerful and a creator and that I have all of this wisdom flowing through me to share. It's okay. I'm allowed to express it. I'm allowed to embody it. I'm allowed to be this. I'm allowed to share this. And so mm-hmm. that was kind of like what the final takeaway was from the peyote. And I was like, okay, now I'm fully in my power and I can actually own it. I'm not afraid of myself anymore. 
That is so beautiful, Alyssa. I honestly so enjoyed listening to that, even though you've like told me before in person. I just feel like that's so amazing that you had that experience after, you know, sitting with the peyote and getting those downloads from the universe and your spirit guides. And it's funny because I got very similar ones too. I think that's part of the other reason we really connected by the fire was we were like, we're getting these messages as well. Like, that, you know, we need to really step into our higher self, right? Step yes. into this goddess that we are and that we're almost like hiding from, like hiding from our own shadows, right? We're not facing that shadow work, right? And that's yes. why we're not fully embodying that next next self, next step for us to take. Yeah. And I remember you us two talking about how we both kind of suppressed the spiritual in the past because we were mm. like almost afraid or like pe- we were afraid that people wouldn't receive it or understand it when like people in our past didn't necessarily understand it and then like mm-hmm. fully I feel like both of us in Tulum like Tulum we were just like yes we're here to embrace it like I do not give a fuck anymore about these people judging me like it's time to just be a hundred percent authentic and a hundred percent speak our truth. Right? That's exactly. Yeah, we were both on that same path. And I totally agree with you. Because yeah, only recently, a few months ago, I was so scared to even start this podcast to have these kind of conversations out there for the public, because I know that I have friends in the past or people I've met in the past who might be judgy or might think that what I'm saying is too woo woo or not understand it. But really, like, it's not my job to please other people and neither is it yours. Our job is to just like spread that light, share our gifts with others. um, And, you know, for you, that allowed you to really step into your role. And I think you even mentioned that you ended up getting like completely booked out with new clients for what you do. Yeah, it literally, I don't like it definitely reflected like I had seen, I finally, I I was still afraid at that point to fully show up in my business in a way because I knew that people from my past were following me. And I was like, Oh, I can't share this because people are gonna think this. Mm. And I think the peyote just gave me the like permission, like, it is not your job to fucking please people. It is your job to be show up in your light at your fullest and be mm. your fullest, most authentic self. And that's how you'll attract the other people that do resonate with this energy and that do connect with that. And so, yeah, that was definitely – it definitely like got reflected in my business after, which was amazing. That's so amazing and I'm so happy for you. Um, I feel like, yeah, I'm going through a very similar – moment right now with my own business and just like speaking my truth and creating this new program that I've just launched as well and helping others to create their own online businesses as well and speak their truth because it's so important to just be yourself to shine that light and I think that so many people forget to do that right they just hide like and they you know they don't share what they're passionate about or what they really want to work on or they don't go after their dreams right they just kind of play play it safe keep it keep it small right yeah and like we're not taught in our society to play big we're taught to just stay in the boundaries and do what is right like our parents are like oh go to college get this job it's safe it's convenient like marry this person do this. It's safe. Like, and so when we're always trying to follow the safe decisions instead of like listening to our hearts, 
which are our ultimate guides, like, yeah, you're right. It's like we fully, we almost miss out on the life that we could be living when we stay in the boundaries that somebody else created for us. Mm, That's such a powerful way to put it, like stay in the boundaries that someone else created for us. That's probably like the biggest lesson for both of us is just to to break those boundaries, break past them and just stay, you know, create our own path and yeah, essentially become our step into our higher selves, which is so amazing. Yes. Oh, I love that so much. Um, But yeah, I would love to end this episode just for you to tell everyone what it is exactly that you do. And then I'm so excited to welcome you back on the next episode where we're going to talk about our experience with the goddess retreat that we went on shortly after. Yes, I'm so excited. So what I do is I'm an astro cartographer. And if you haven't heard of that, it's I it's basically your astrology chart plotted over the ma- a map of the world. And so if you think about where you were born and if you had been born in another place, like another city, you would have an energy line there depending on where it lines up in the birth chart. And so all around the world, there's these different planet energy lines and some are really positive to live on or travel to and some have more of a hard experience. And so What I do is I do sessions for people where I do a map of their birth chart and find the best places for you to live or travel based on your planet energy. Um, When I was in Tulum, I was on my Venus line. And so my whole experience there was like a divine feminine awakening and really tapping into like the goddess within and that type of energy. But other planet lines, like if you were on a Saturn line or a Mars line, it can be more challenging. It can be more heavy and more focused on like work instead of like the fun, light energy. And so if you're not really aware of what where you're going, like say you're just you want to go to Greece and you book a flight there, but you have a really challenging line there, it could be a challenging experience. Um, And so you can kind of plan where you're going to travel or move to based on these different planet energies. And it really changes your life. Like being off of the Venus line now, and I'm back in California, I don't feel as good as I did there. Like I'm like, whoa, 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 I miss this energy. I miss it. And so yeah, if you're interested in learning more about that, you can follow me on Instagram at Nomad Astrology. And but if you want to book a session, you can always email me through my Instagram and learn more about this because honestly, I've seen people's lives completely shift and change based on where they're living. And it you should definitely know this energy. Like it should be known mm. for everyone, I think, to, so they can navigate life this way. I love that, Alyssa. Thank you so much for sharing. And I have honestly have been meaning to book a session with you. So you and I are going to do one very, very soon. Even though I'm like certain that Tulum is like where I'm meant to be. I still love the fact that you pointed out like wherever you travel and understanding that how that can affect you and certain places you go in the future. I think that's super fascinating. Yeah, every place has different energy. So it's Mm -hmm. like... And if you're not aware of this, in the, even like traveling a short difference distance can really change the energy because depending on what lines you have there. So it's like in Puerto, you probably – well, you definitely have completely different energy than you do in Tulum even though you're still in Mexico. Definitely. Um, 
and you probably feel a lot different as well because of that. But it's it's good that you're giving yourself a break to relax. Maybe mm. you have like a more relaxing type of like home, just rest energy there versus in Tulum. It's like, I know for you, you're always like doing a million things, like, <laughs> like meeting people, like so much energy and positivity and like all of that. So it's good to give yourself a rest and then you can go back to Tulum and like fully integrate into your like more social energy again. Definitely. I think you said it perfectly. I'm totally feeling that. And yeah, I'm so excited to dive into that with you. And I hope that other people will take the opportunity to go deeper with themselves and learn a little bit more about themselves too. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Alyssa. This has been amazing. I love diving deeper into our journey, reflecting on it, and talking about how we're both integrating it into our life. And I'm really excited to welcome you on the next episode where we're going to talk about our divine feminine energy within the goddess retreat. Yes, yes. I'm so excited. Um, Thank you for having me as a guest. It's always I feel like it's just so aligned because we've just been talking so much about our businesses and I'm so happy to support you and be here sharing with your audience. Oh, thank you. And I'm so happy as well. Awesome. Thanks again, Alyssa. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening until the end. I am so grateful to have you a part of this journey with me. If you resonated with this episode, then please share this on your Instagram story and tag me at the Black Sheep Travels so that I can say a massive thank you and show you my appreciation. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on future episodes. Please share this with your friends or anyone you know that would enjoy this podcast. If you're interested in finding out more about me or how we can work together, then please visit my website, www.theblacksheeptravels.com. You can also subscribe to my email list so that you can stay in the loop for podcast drops, blogs, freebies, info about my coaching packages, my ebook, and upcoming courses and books. Thank you so much for listening until the end. I am so grateful to have you here.